What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Something in the Water podcast. I'm Crackalack, and this I'm is Desco Martin. How you doing, bro? Uh, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? I'm good. Uh, side note: so this is our first first time filming since we've dropped. Yeah. So yeah. that's the first thing that I want to talk about is yeah. like what type of feedback have you been getting? Okay. From people. Yeah. I I've been getting great feedback. It's funny because, um, shout out my cousin Nate. It's funny because he's a personal trainer and usually he's always busy. And um, we're st- we still make sure we keep in contact, but I'll shoot him a text and I'll get a text like maybe a couple days later. But it's funny. I just got a text out of the blue today before I got here. And he was like, man, been watching the podcast on my free time. Hell yeah. Just want to say like, I love it. Love what you guys are doing. He was like, keep, keep it up. You know what I'm saying? And just even like, I don't know, everything's been good. We do the Soul Lounge, so. Um, that was two days ago. Yep, two days Talk ago was that. the Soul Lounge, Neo Soul Party. Um, so it's basically um, um, a residency at the Avenue for six months um, until May. Um, so basically we're having two parties a month. It's epic. Um, it's always a sellout event. And everybody there is a fan of the podcast. Like, for real? Yeah, like everybody has been coming up to me and being like, yo, I've been seeing your content. I didn't know you did a podcast and just telling me like stuff they want to do or stuff they want to work on. And even been asking for advice, which is crazy because then it turns to a point where I'm like, bro, we're literally just doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, It feels good. It feels really good. And um, I don't know. What about you? You've been getting good? good yeah, feedback. yeah, yeah. It's. For me, it was just a, a really good feeling of, it reminded me of, let's say a music artist is yeah. working on an album. Yeah. And so they're kind of like hibernating yeah. and they're not dropping, but they're working so hard. They're in yep. the studio every day and they're mm-hmm. writing songs, recording songs, mixing songs, but they can't share anything yeah. with the world. And then finally the album drops and now they're getting like feedback and yeah. all that hard work, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. It's that's pretty cool too. Um, every time I call my girlfriend, shout out my, my girl, but every time I call her like FaceTime, yeah. Like she she does nails, so she's like doing a client's nails, but she has a TV behind her and it's and she lately it's been my our podcast every time. Hey, so thank you. Yeah, That's thank awesome. you. Yeah, she's so promoting. Yeah, and every time I just see somebody, they're like, bro, I just watched this or I just watched that. So and it's crazy because it's been like a long time coming, it feels like. Yeah. So we have what, nine episodes, ten episodes now. This is the eleventh, right? This is the eleventh episode, yeah. Yep. So We've had those episodes kind of in the tuck for, for months. Yeah, for months before we dropped. So now it feels good just being able for people to see the progression from the very first episode to like the Amber episode. And then yeah. even now, I'm just excited about that. Everything. Was, so shout out to Eclipse. Yep. Shout uh, out to Eclipse. Eclipse randomly called me in context that he, he don't, not, he's not a hater by any means, yeah. but he, to randomly hit someone up, and just, I'm like, yo, what up? Yeah. Hey, that that podcast dope. Yeah. I said, what, what? The podcast. I said, yeah. It's dope. That shit dope. <laughs> I said, hey, thank you. Yeah. And then he's like, I appreciate the shout out. And remember, we filmed these months ago. Yeah. So I'm like, shout out, what are you talking about? Yeah. He was like, uh, I think it was on like the second episode or something <laughs> like that. But he was like, I think it's just so dope to go back and listen to like the first episode. Mm-hmm. And you had like just got the keys to the studio. Yeah. The second episode, I was talking about like bringing the clips on. Yeah. And um, you know, like you were saying, the progression and stuff. Yeah. So that's. That's why it's good that we always do these episodes Yeah. to like life updates, kind of where we're at, where we're going. So it's like a grow with us. Yeah, for sure. And that's what a lot of people were saying um, the other night at the Soul Lounge was just basically the feedback as of like, I just like that you guys are actually friends. And I just like that you guys actually talk about stuff that's going on in your life. Like yeah, the feeling that it's almost like how, you know, just to go back to the Amber episode is people relate to you by just you speaking about everyday life things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not, as long as it's genuine, people really do relate. And stuff like that feels good, especially when they acknowledge that. Yeah. So. How do you feel about going out and, uh, you know, like with Soul Lounge? With the Soul Lounge? Yeah. And going out in the bar scene. Because I remember I told you. Yeah. You're my friend and I support you. Yeah. But like. I would pay money to not have to go to an event. It's just because I don't like the scene. I don't like the crowd. And um, yeah. for me, I'd lose all of my energy walking into a place. No, 100%. So me, 
I'm completely the same way, I would say. Um, just with doing these events, even doing this podcast, um, certain, certain serious events made me a certain way in my life as I got older and I feel like I really became a closed off person, but I've been really just trying to put myself out there more. And I feel like things like the soul lounge kind of give me anxiety. Cause I'm like the cameraman running around shooting stuff and all these people are having fun. And so you do got your camera there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I take that back. So maybe if I was there and Malik, you can relate. Yeah. If I got my camera there, that's yeah. kind of like my safety mechanism. It's yeah. like, I have a purpose of being here. Mm-hmm. But if you take the camera away from me and now I'm just like, supposed to be chilling <laughs> yeah 100 percent. uh shit does someone need me to do something yeah. or can i help the dj think, with something yeah, the camera's the cheat code for sure because i definitely will be like sitting in one spot and then when i feel weird i'll be like i'll be right back i'm gonna go shoot something or you know uh-huh. but um just overall being around a lot of people gives me anxiety but i've been making sure i still put myself out there in a way where i'm becoming more comfortable for it is it different when it's your own event though i feel like it for is me, it, would, it is for yeah sure. it really is because um like there's a lot of people that genuinely love me there, like that are uh-huh. considered my family. You know what I'm saying? So it feels good just having people around you and being able to know that like no matter what happens here, like everybody still is looking out for you. You know what I'm saying? In the uh-huh. sense of like shout out my boy Q, Q Hef. Um, he's somebody who is always helping me either create videos or in my videos. Um, when I called him about the cell lounge, he is the first one to text me like, what time should I get there? And I'm like, doors open at eight. I'll be there at seven. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So like when I get there, oh, I'm going to make sure I watch your stuff. Or I'm going to make sure this. So just having those people around, even my girlfriend, even having those people around where it's like. Is this the first one that she's went to? No, she or? came to uh, the first one in January last year. Oh, okay. Yep. That's how we, that's how initially we first met each other. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who talked to who first? So long story short, uh, I met her some years back at a bar and, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. At the exchange. Exchange. Where's that? That's it's not, it's no longer anymore. Yeah. They shut it down. Yeah. But it's, it's on the strip, um, by the Capitol. Um, but yeah, met her at the exchange. Um, I had, I had a girlfriend at the time, so I really didn't talk to her. Um, it was, it was my friend's friend. So I just said hi and just kind of like minded my own business. But you knew who she was? No, it was the first time I, I ever seen her, but I didn't even really like even interact. I just, hey, how's it going? My name's Elysia. My name's Martin. You know what I'm saying? And then never, never really talked about her or never thought about her again in that sense. And then um, got out of a relationship and just randomly on Instagram, you know, like I just happened to see her, you know what I'm saying? On Instagram, I'm like, oh, this is a girl from the bar. Were you following her? No, it was on the people you may know. Okay. And then, so did you follow? Yep, I followed her. Hey. I believe I was the first one to follow her. She followed me. And me putting myself out there like hey. we're doing now, I got these new road mics. And uh-huh. um, I was just testing them on my story I on think Instagram. I remember the video. Yes. You were like in your house. Yep. So Is it black and white? Yep. So randomly me just, I, I happened to yawn. And she just like replied to my story and was like, I don't know what you're doing, but that yawn made me yawn. Or she said something oh. in that term, and then it just it just happened from there. Okay. And the next time we seen each other was at the Soul Lounge, the first one. I think it was the first one. And then uh, she just came to everyone after that, and things have been going good. So That's another benefit of creating content and putting yourself yeah, out there is, sure. like, if you're single, you need to be posting all these pieces of content yeah. because they're going to lure people in and – showcase who you are and what you do and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think when you put yourself out there and you're not used to it, like there's a sense of genuineness in there, in that content. Because I feel like for me, like even when she responded to my story, like I was very like, I'm, I'm a shy person naturally. So I'm very like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I have these mics. I don't, what do I do? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just happened to be like, oh, I'm testing out these mics, blah, blah, you know what I'm saying? And I yawned and then it happened. Yeah. Yep. So just having people like that around at the Soul Lounge, just making sure like she always knows, okay, his focus, she goes to meet with me to all the events, like movement, um, anything I have to do in Detroit when I film and stuff like that. So she's like my my superstar for real when it comes to just understanding what I have to focus on and then being the person that supports that. Have you ever been with a girl that didn't support what you do? Uh, yeah. Or, or maybe not 100% support what you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when I, uh, 
I've always been making beats, but it was when I was really trying to like actually like make beats and I didn't have a space to make beats or be loud at. And uh, it was just like it happened to be in my bedroom at the time, but I had a small apartment and I was with someone who ain't really uh, support me in the way where it was just like, bro, like you're just being loud all day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and or in the cons, it gets, it gets to a point where it's kind of like, all right, I'm just not going to do this no more. Or it's just, you know, it gets discouraging sometimes, but <clears throat> I've definitely been in something like that. I've, you know, I've experienced being with someone and having goals and dreams and then kind of getting sidetracked as well. So yeah. What about you? Uh, no, really? I, I've never, I've always had like super fucking high standards, like yeah. un, unattainable yeah. standards to where I'd rather just be single because it this was almost impossible. Yeah. And I remember uh, when my daughter was like three or four months old, From I was single from then until she was almost four. Yeah. And uh, so single to the point my friends thought I was gay. Whoa. Cause it, That's like, crazy. I have some friends like that, though. But it's, it's, it's almost like, okay, let's say, let's say you're super horny, thirsty, single friends. Yeah. And they're like, bro. So and so, she's hoes, this that. So and so, because there was girls that were interested, yeah, you know, yeah. and they're like, "Are you blind? Can you yeah. tell?" And I'm just like, "I have no interest." And they're mm -hmm. like, "Man, you must be gay." It got to that, you know. And then I see what you're saying. Um, I would start talking to a girl, and then, uh, I would like call my friend Dylan, and him and his wife. He'd basically just put me on speaker, and it was like a thing where they would know that I would find all these things wrong with the girl mm -hmm. and it could be the smallest it'd be like yeah i can't think of a specific thing right now but it'd be kind of small things yeah where it's like she's annoying because this this and this and they'd be like oh my god you're gonna be single for the rest of your life and i'm like well yeah. the second she did that it was like i lost all interest yeah. and then there'd be another one and then uh i remember when i got with Alyssa, the only bad thing i said was she's playing such hard to get that I feel like she almost don't even give a fuck. But she was doing all the, it's crazy. Like she literally caught me because yeah. she, she watched some movie back in the day, like John Tucker must die or something. Yeah. It was like the popular dude that had all the girls. Mm -hmm. And then there was some girl that he wanted and she didn't want him. And that was the only one that he wanted because yeah. all the other girls were so easy and stuff. And she assumed that that's, that I was John Tucker. Yeah. And so that I was used to all these girls whatever and yeah she played very hard to get and it was like when i was with her i, I felt like love yeah i felt yeah. very loved yeah. i used to say home that was the term that <laughs> mm -hmm. i said like man I, I feel at home and but then like when we'd part ways the disconnect i because i play hard to get too yeah. and so i'd be like i'm not gonna text her <laughs> but then three days go by and i'm talking to dylan like bro she hasn't texted me. she hasn't texted me either like i'm playing hard to get but she's playing harder to get yeah, that's funny and yeah it worked it nah, worked so yeah. play hard to get out there girls hey for real yeah i think yeah that's a good one too it's funny because um the most the most random thing like my girl's so cool when we first started dating, we weren't, we were like talking first, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was like hanging out, we were hanging out, I was going over her house, we were spending a lot of time together. Um, but it's so funny because I kind of like, I remember, so do you remember the first time like you realized you, you love your girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know if necessarily you want to talk about that, but. What was, your, what was your time? Um, is this fucking episode dedicated to our girls? No, no, it doesn't have to be. We can move on from here. This All is right. this stem from the Soul Lounge, but... Uh, it did stem from the Soul Lounge. Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy, but I just realized, like, for me at least, um, I really care. It really means a lot when people care about, like, my feelings. Yeah. Like, it sounds crazy, you know, like, sometimes people <laughs> might be like, oh, like, you know, you're being soft or whatever. I grew up having to be really tough, mm -hmm. being around, like, you know, my, my people in my family, the guys in my family being like, oh, don't cry, don't do this. So you grow up, be tough and whatever. And so just getting older and becoming a man and trying to better yourself, you realize, like, it's a lot of untouched feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. So just trying to work through that stuff. Um, I remember one time um, I was just having a bad day, I think. It was just, like, a lot going on. And, and one time my girl was like, 
do you want to just come over and like lay down and like she was like you know i can rub on you or like i can hold you and you can tell me how your day went uh-huh and i was just like like it blew my mind like it was <laughs> yeah. like wait hold on it was like stuff like that happens you know what yeah. i'm saying i can do that yeah yeah it was just like <laughs> hold on like you want to do that? Like, and, and that was the time I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is good for me. How many months in was that? I can't remember. It was pretty fast. It, it hasn't Mine been. Mine was within the first like two months. Yeah. I mean, shoot. Maybe first three months. First, it was definitely longer than a month and yeah. less than like three. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. We, we were pretty fast. We were pretty, well, we start hanging out pretty fast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So tell me your, tell me your story. <laughs> uh, the love. Yeah, I remember it was a night she came over. Um, for me, the hardest part about uh, I guess like dating, mm-hmm. I knew I was super available. Yeah, but it it would only be once we like crossed that threshold where I could introduce her to my daughter. Yeah, okay. So basically, the schedule I had at the time years ago was, uh, my daughter would be with her mom on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. So I would only work on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh. So basically Saturday I was in the studio yeah. 12 hours or shooting music videos. Like I was just grinding nonstop for like three days straight. And then for four days, um, I would go pick my up. We'd get groceries. That's when I would do my laundry, mm-hmm. like be chilling for yeah. four days. And I would do like the CD duplication stuff from home. So I knew once a girl can get past the like, all right, we've been, it's serious enough now where I can introduce you to my daughter. Oh, I'm super available because yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's kind of like put you right in the schedule. Exactly. Like super available. So yeah, it was just getting to that point. But um, so up until that point, she hadn't met Maya yet. And so it'd be more so on the days where I didn't have her, we'd hang out. But I remember, uh, yeah, it was a certain night and kind of like Maya was asleep and we were in another room yeah. and, you know, and talking and up and, and doing stuff or playing card games, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like looking up at her and being like, I love you. And yeah, that was the. It's a good old I love you right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And then it, I, I want to say it was like, maybe the next time we got together, I was like, I, I want you to meet my daughter. That's and smart. I remember we went to like dinner and then, once I did that, I was like, oh, okay, now we're, yeah. we're deep. It's over. It's yeah, over, yeah, it's because, the... shit, I'm available for dinner yeah, and coming over. Time. Yeah, So, so much. So. Now it's your wife. Yeah, exactly. Fire. And all that stemmed from social media, too. That's crazy. Yeah, even when I was single, I was, I was telling Kadar, shout out to Kadar. Shout out to Kadar. Um, you know, he, he's single right now, so yeah. single fine women mm-hmm. snatch that young man up while you can, <laughs> while the opportunity's there. Yeah. But I got talking to him about like dating and stuff, and I was telling him I never went in cold. Mm. So like I never in my life seen a girl, no idea who she was, and like went and approached her. Yeah. I had never done that in my life. Mm-hmm. And then also like even just seeing a attractive girl and then just like reaching out or hitting yeah. on him was like, no, no, no. I always played the long game. Yeah, I've never done that either. So it might be you follow them mm-hmm. or, or if they're already following you, you follow back. And then even then, like you're chilling. You got to yeah. play the long game. Yeah. Sometime within the next few weeks or whatever, you might like something that they post and then kind of keep it there. See if, if they're interested, then they might like some mm-hmm. shit of yours too. But a lot of mine was at some point they liked something of mine, so they caught my attention, and then I liked something of theirs, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of that back and forth, and then eventually, it's like okay, yeah, you you've liked a handful of my shit, I've liked a handful of your shit. The interest is there. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going in for the kill. Isn't it hey. crazy though how like um, it happens when you're almost not like you're not looking for it, like at the time True. at the time where you like. Bro, the complete opposite. So, oh, you were looking for it? N- no, no, like, yeah, I wasn't looking for yeah, it at that's all. That's what I'm saying. Me either. Bro, Me either. I had went to Vegas for the first time in my life. Yep. This, this is a true story. I was going to Vegas for the first yeah. time in my life, and I had heard that. <laughs> I had heard that prostitution was legal in Vegas, right? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Hey, YOLO. 
at some point in my life, I'm going to pay for a prostitute. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas yeah. with my friend. I'm single. He's single. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to tear it up. <laughs> it's going down. That's crazy. I'm on the first night. Uh, I think I had like jet lag and yeah. he was, he had tickets to like a Nicki Minaj concert or so, yeah. something like that. And he had met some girl on Tinder or something. Mm -hmm. And so he was gone. And then I was hanging out with uh, a dude that I knew also through Instagram. Yeah. And me and him went to dinner and he was a rapper. And so we were like meeting each other. He went to college with like my childhood best friend. Mm -hmm. And so like my childhood best friend was telling him about me and then yeah. telling me about him and was like, oh, yo, you guys should link up. So that's kind of how that happened. But I'm with him, and this dude is super cocky. He's a good-looking dude, too, mm -hmm. but he would walk past girls and say, look at my face. <laughs> like, imagine that level of confidence yeah. and cockiness, okay? Yeah. So I'm with him, and again, I'm, I'm out there yeah. for some memories. Well, I think the, the first or second night that I'm there, for whatever reason, we had a couple drinks, and I, I think Alyssa had either liked something I just posted yeah. or she had just posted something. Somehow she popped up and for whatever reason, like the universe aligned and I, I DM'd her. I had some like liquid courage. It was yeah. maybe like 10, 11 midnight yeah. in Vegas. So in Michigan, it was like two, three in the morning. She, she had a job. She was had to work in the morning and seen it and yeah. she responded right away. And all I wrote to her was, Hey, you're cute. But she had, she had already shown the interest. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it was like, I'm talking to her now. I have no interest in doing what I came here to do. So you didn't pay for no Gucci? I didn't pay for none. Yay, yeah. Yay. So I, I still have not experienced that. Yeah. And Alyssa, like, literally stopped me in the act. Yeah. So shout out to her. And that was out. without meeting her, without seeing her, without mm -hmm. dating, nothing. It was just like a DM. And that was, it was like, like a sign right there. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going out there. So have you been to Vegas? No, never. Okay. Yeah, I don't just back to a mindset type of conversation. I don't I don't believe in gambling. Um it's it's very hard for me to I I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a bad gambler, but like things I've seen people addicted to, yeah. my mentality to those things is like not that they're bad, but more as if like, okay, if I do this, I'm not going to do it again or I'm not going to do it that often. Um, so for me, like I have no interest in going to Vegas, but it looks nice. Now they got the big. Uh, the, the dome thing. Yeah. I want to go to that. I want to go yeah. watch a movie or something and that that would be fire. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think with you being a music artist, if I was you, I'd love to go out there, yeah. but like do some productive shit, you yeah, know, for sure. like yeah. shoots a you know, two, three videos, yeah. get a bunch of content, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then also, I just, I love business pleasure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so me too. So I think that's my favorite thing to do yeah. is like. That's a good perspective on it, for sure. Hey, uh, you want to go to Miami? It's cold. You want to go to Miami? It's cold. Yeah. Let's all chip in and get a nice ass Airbnb. Airbnb. We're going shoot. to Miami. Yeah. You have a bunch of shit. I have a bunch of shit. Yeah. You have a bunch of shit. Yeah. You know, let's all go out down there and work, have a bunch of stuff That's going on. And, you know? Yeah. Like, that should happen maybe next month. Yeah. For, for real. Malik. <laughs> yeah. So what else? Um, where's your favorite place that you've traveled? Um, I would have to say... Uh, have you been to Mexico? No. 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 My... I would say Boston. Um, Boston. But, oh, I want to go to Boston. Yeah, I love Boston. It's pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. Did I, you fly there or drive there? I flew. Uh, yeah, I flew. Um, the food was really good. Okay. Yeah, just on the Mex the Mexico standpoint, uh, I'm Mexican. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, my family comes from a place where it's like, growing up, people used to go there for vacations, and my family would be like, we don't go there. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a cultural thing of when you're here, you kind of stay here. Okay. But uh, now that I'm older, I do want to go to Mexico, though. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be pretty nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, Boston, the food is is amazing. What, what was some of the, your favorite food that you had there? Um, I had this place called, uh, it's called Yvonne's. Okay. It's kind of like, it's almost like a speakeasy. It almost looks like, it's very, like, like, off to the side. It's just a nice, like, sign that's lit up. And then you go in, and it's almost like, I almost want to say, if I remember right, it looks like a hair salon. Okay. And then you kind of like, you see somebody, it's kind of dark, not even lit. And then you see somebody kind of like 
the host and then they're like, okay, you have a reservation. And they take you down a hallway and it leads into like this ballroom where like the walls are carpets and there's chandeliers like lined up and it's Damn. just this fancy restaurant. And they was have, it expensive? Yeah, it was expensive. Okay. But they had some, it was, it was fairly, it was all right. But um, they had some amazing drinks and amazing food. I had like a tomahawk and whatever. But I've never had a tomahawk steak really? in my life. Yeah. Dang, why not? I haven't graduated to that. Yeah. Financial class. Do you like meat? Pause. Pause. <laughs> but do you like steak? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I, I is, mean, is a tomahawk steak like the best steak you've ever had? Or? No. 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 I've only had it like twice or three times, but um, it's kind of overrated sometimes. Where, where is the tomahawk steak from on the cow? If I know somewhere, they just cut the whole thing. You know, so. for real. Yeah, so it comes out like on a big bone. God damn. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it, yeah, it's cool. But I think it's overrated a little bit. What about you? What's the what's the one of the best places you visited? Um, family, Orlando, Florida. Okay. I know tourist stuff, but like yeah. we love that shit, yeah. bro. Like, Hell yeah. For me, it was like one of the best memories ever to like take my daughter to Disney World, funded by music, crack yeah. like stuff. You know, that Hell was yeah. like a accomplishment yeah yeah it was like bro i did this and Mm -hmm. i did this from this yeah like amazing this is awesome this was yeah it was like and then they're playing like the music like dreams come true and stuff like that i was like oh this is like a dream like that is magical though you know what i'm saying yeah it's good so i have that special memory Mm -hmm. tied to orlando florida so kind of anytime we go there brings back memories of like disney world and then yeah shit we've taken maya there like Four different times now, or five yeah. different times, six, something like That's that. What's up, man? So, yeah, I really like Orlando. Um, for like non-family or something, like Vegas is cool. Yeah, it, it's I like to walk, okay. so it's like an awesome place to just. I mean, you're gonna walk for hours, right. and then you're kind of walking through like cool little casinos, malls, the strip, restaurants. It's, it was just kind of like I would be waiting till I was hungry again. It's kind of like the my mindset there yeah. where it's like there's so many places to eat and i and i'm not big on gambling or like drinking or partying or yeah. clubbing and shit yeah. so it's more so i'm there for like the scenery walking around and then mm-hmm. like hey let's for something to do we'll go eat okay now we're gonna walk again oh damn there's so many other places that look good well we'll just kind of keep walking around and shit till we're hungry again <laughs> so let me ask you this just going back to the beginning as well talking about um not one that to be places like the clubs and stuff like that. Was there any of that feeling there? Yeah. Uh, yes. The first time I went to Vegas, I I think one of the nights, it was just cause like the friend that I had went with, he loves that, like going out shit. Mm -hmm. So I was with him and then just being hard to match the energy. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't understand that. People are different than him. Yeah. So he'd be like, come on, bro. Like, we're in Vegas. Yeah, like, we're going out. Why would you not want to go out? And I'm yeah. like, let's go to the gym then. You don't <laughs> want to go to the gym. Yeah. Like, that's not your yeah. uh, environment. Well, the club's not my environment. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> so it's like, all right, fine. Let's go. But yeah, while I'm there, it's just like counting down the, the minutes till it's, I'm just waiting for one person to be like, man, let's get out of here. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'll be I'll race you outside. That's funny. So yeah, we, we did that one night, but no, I, I like the productive stuff. I think it'd be cool to put together a trip like that. I've always yeah. wanted to one of my like fantasies is to go somewhere, mm-hmm. anywhere, with a music artist and then obviously have like content creation team, mm-hmm. you know, as far yeah. as like a, a shooter. And create an EP from scratch. Yeah. So like literally go to my original dream was Columbia. Oh. Like I wanted to go to Columbia. Malik was putting me on these yeah. different Airbnbs that are like. That would be crazy. Amazing looking, yeah. but like very, very, very affordable. So yeah. like we could go and live like kings for a couple of weeks for very affordable. So mm-hmm. I was just picturing going there, experiencing some life, some vibes. Yeah, culture. Some culture. Yeah. Um, document everything, but then while being there, let that inspire whatever music we create. So mm-hmm. some people want to plan it out too much because I ran it by a few people and they're like, 
I feel like it'd be more productive. We made the music beforehand. We just went there and did the videos. I was like, no, 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 no. You gotta get like, the inspiration from there. I want to create yeah. from there. Yeah. Like, I want to go there and then and go there empty. Like, mm-hmm. just we're just going. Yeah. I know I have skills to make beats. You know that you have skills to write, mm-hmm. record. Like, let's bring an interface. Like, we're gonna set up a studio inside yeah. the Airbnb. And we're going there and just, yeah, going to create, document everything and then end up having this like documentary of this project. And then the making of it, uh, making the songs, recording the songs, making the beats, shooting videos out Mm -hmm. there. So it'd be like the Columbia Project or something like that. And then, yeah, kind of doing the same thing in another place, in another place or like going to Colorado or one of the things I want to do is stay in a cabin mm. somewhere at like a ski resort or yeah. in the winter. Yeah. I'm just picturing this nice ass big cabin thing and it's snow everywhere, but we're all inside. We got a bunch of food. Cooking. Yeah. And yeah, cooking both ways. Yeah. Like someone is literally cooking in the kitchen some food. So there's Somebody good ass food. Cooking up. And then cooking up some beats yeah. Yeah, and music and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the, I would say this episode is dedicated to content content and, yeah. and girls yeah. and prostitutes hey 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 yo and <laughs> no but uh yeah just the importance of content man i think um it feels good too just knowing like for myself um just all the people i've met or i've just um had the pleasure to even just be around at the time i feel like um having that having those clips having those videos yeah. even conversations like being able to at some point later on in life look back that's always a good feeling. No matter if you're doing it for online or not, I feel like just documenting, I'm like such a person that's like, let's turn on the camera. Cause it just, it feels good. Later on, it's going to be that much better that you know that you did that and you have whatever you recorded with your people. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was cool to see that you were getting uh, like behind the scenes stuff when you would do sessions with Kaz. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause, um, a lot of people would be like, oh, like somebody was shooting for you. Like literally you just set up my camera. Like, yeah. And it's, it's a blessing too, just to have that stuff. Cause it's like, at some point I, I'm actually, I'm looking at footage for a video now, but um, at some point I knew I had about like, at least like 45 minutes to an hour of like straight footage of just us doing like in the, in the studio, just doing music. Multiple sessions. Yeah. 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 So it, was, it felt good just knowing like, at least the camera just stayed on the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was thinking lately about like daily vlogging, but yeah. then I, I, it's that shiny new object syndrome with me. I, yeah. It affects I me do a it. lot. Yeah. Because like, we already know doing this podcast, it's a lot. Like yeah. you were just saying, bro, I'm behind, man. Yeah. A lot of clips. Yeah, and, man. Um, plus outside of this, you have our space, you have yeah. so many different things and myself as well. So I just, I see someone, I think that's what it is. It's like, I see someone doing something Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Ooh, that looks cool. I want to do it too. And then I get all these ideas and I figure out, Ooh, I could do it like this. And this is how mine could be. And this is how I could make it happen. But then it's like, bro, you already had 515 other ideas that were good that you said, yeah, I'm going to do this and haven't done it. But I think that's also the importance of like being around, uh, like-minded people and having a team to be honest because like even like the soul lounge like we've been getting um we've been able to kind of grow where we have a budget for to pay people yeah and so i hired someone to um just come in even half the half the time so i had them come in for like two or three hours they shot some stuff and then um, i had him come in the next morning yesterday morning and we we're just at the office editing and he, I had him do a video and I'm doing a video. I'm still, I'm about to get finished my video and we're done right now. But he got his done by the time we left. And it was kind of like a shorter version of what I'm working on. And it just feels good knowing like, like daily vlogging. If you did that, it'd be so like just relieving if you had that extra person that was like, hey, I'm doing all this. I just need you to film and cut this up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. just, I feel like. I've been realizing lately, like teams are important and I've just been looking for the right people or trying to find the right people. So, Yeah. I, for me, I think it's figuring out the order of events. Yeah. So let's say in your brain right now, you had like 30 different things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm picturing like, I'm, I'm pretty good at like visualizing shit. You know, in certain movies where they're like, almost like the, what's the thing called that you have? The 
the 3D. Oh, the Oculus or, yeah. The yeah, what are those called, though? Virtual. The virtual reality yeah, things. Yeah. So I'm picturing, like, you have one of those on where you can, like, zoom back and see yeah. everything. And it's like, yeah. all right, look, these are your fucking 250 ideas. Yeah. So what you have to figure out is step one is this one. Yeah. Like, get this one done, and that's going to bring in money, and it's not going to require a lot of your time. And once that's done, now you'll have extra money to pay to get help. And then you do number two. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that one next. And yeah, like to figure out, um, even just with the thing, it might be like, okay, something in the water podcast. The, what I had written out was like January was like the launch. Mm -hmm. So beginning of January, end of December was all these old episodes. Let's get these yep. up. Let's get it figured out. Let me learn Premiere, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, we, we did that. And so now the next step for me is like, okay, the daily posting manually yeah. is a lot on me. So yeah, me too. it's like, let's figure that out. Yeah. So that way we just sit down one day and maybe like schedule out a bunch of them. And that's like a, every other week or something or like, yeah. you know, we edit the podcast, edit the clips, schedule out the clips. And then we go back to our life for six days mm -hmm. and then meet up again and, you know, shoot, edit make clips, schedule out clips, yeah. then go back to our life for six days. Yeah, for I think sure. that's the, the magic behind it. So then I can move on, not move on, but, you know, like be like, okay, what's the next cool idea that I wanted to yeah. do? All right, next I'm going to do that, and I'm going to see that through. How do you feel like, um, how do you prioritize the, the goals or the ideas? I struggle with it like a motherfucker. Yeah. Because um, I, I do have ADHD, and so I've researched a lot about it to like yeah. understand it more. Mm -hmm. And basically one of the things that the lady said in this video that I watched, there's several different videos I'd seen um, all said the same thing, mm -hmm. but it was basically like in someone with ADHD's brain, they don't know how to prioritize. So they see all 20 things and all of them look like they're an urgent, important priority. Yeah. And so you don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And so you get overwhelmed. And then there's this like ADHD paralysis <sighs> thing yeah. that happens with yeah. me. And that's where I'm like, bro, I just feel like the studio and then speed gang yeah. and then podcasting and YouTube and social media and money and business and family. It's like, I don't know yeah. which way yeah. to go. They all just, they're all like right here waiting to get done. And yeah. I don't know what the fuck to do. But you seem to manage it well. Shit. I was going to ask you how you're feeling. We, we didn't get to that part, but how are you feeling today just in general? Because it seems like you came in with some good energy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I started reading a book today. Do you know who Ali Abdallah is? He's big on YouTube. No. No. He's from the UK and he talks like this. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to YouTube. This is Ali Abdal. We're going to talk about productivity hacks. No. No? No, no I check him out. Okay. Yeah. So basically he was a... Uh, I think he went to like Cambridge or mm -hmm. some fancy college yeah. Ivy League type thing to be a doctor. He mm -hmm. got his master's degree. He was a doctor. And then he basically dropped, started making YouTube videos about like studying to yeah. pass your test. Yeah. And then he started to get really productive. So he started making videos about productivity. And then now he's got like four or five million subscribers. He's a multimillionaire. Uh, he retired from being a doctor after a few years because, mm -hmm. his, you know, YouTube stuff Boom. was blowing up yeah. and booming. And uh, he just came out with his first book. It's called Feel Good Productivity. Mm -hmm. And uh, usually when I dive into things, I dive deep. Yeah. So like the audio book was like four and a half hours. And I think I only have like in two hours left. Oh, wow. From, you know, today. Um, but yeah, basically what he was talking about, and this ties in with what you're asking, like how I felt. Yeah. Um, feel Good Productivity. So a lot of us, we think that... Uh, once we're, the more productive we are, the better we'll feel, which is true. Mm -hmm. Or like the more successful we are, the, the better we'll feel. But it's like all these studies break down on how like step one is feel good. So it's like take care of yourself, feel good. Now the odds of you being productive are like extremely high. And I was like, oh, that's probably why so many people have like morning routines. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, in the morning, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to read. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to fill my cup. Now I feel good. Now bring on the day. Yeah. I'm going to be productive. Yeah. And I was like, my most productive days in my life have been that, where it's like, woke mm -hmm. up early, beat the sun up, I read, I worked out, I did these things. And then when I sit down to edit, I just, I feel like I'm the man, I'm the beast. But if yeah. I just wake up late, or like, let's say tonight I stayed up super late, so now I don't wake up early tomorrow, and I wake, the first thing I think when I wake up is, I'm not ahead, I'm really behind. Mm -hmm. So then I get anxiety 
And then I don't know where to start. And then it's like, oh, it's already this time. I still have to do all these things. And I scatterbrained. And those are the worst days of my life. So No, I understand completely. Today is the very first day of my routine. Hell yeah. Which is uh, waking up. Today I woke up at 3.50. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no alarm. No alarm. And uh, I got up. uh, I probably just chilled, like sitting up on my bed for about like 20 minutes. And then uh, just just got around, you know what I'm saying, freshened up stuff, and then uh, went to the gym at five. What time did you go to sleep? Uh, that's the bad part. I went to sleep at like one. Okay. Yeah, twelve on and off, like a little. Did you drink caffeine? Yeah, but I didn't today. I didn't today. On uh, two hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yesterday I did. I tried to limit my caffeine because, like, I feel like it's really not that good for you. I'm the type of person that will drink coffee way before like i eat so that oh yeah, yeah me me like, i love oh, that though i love I don't that no that stuff is scary sometimes it feels like you're wired up yeah shout so. out to andrew tate i think that's his like routine is like coffee 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 mm-hmm. coffee coffee until later in the day and then he has his yeah, dinner or something um but yeah so went to the gym at five got done about like six six twenty and then uh got back home and Planned my day out, wrote it, wrote everything down, and so today I'm feeling good. Yeah, feeling really good today, man. I'm okay. gonna try and do it tomorrow, so I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Um, but just the habit of waking up early has been like really a struggle for me. I have I have one of the on Amazon. It's like the atomic alarm clock. It's the loudest alarm clock you can buy. It even comes with a shaker that you can put in a metal bowl. So it's like, uh, uh, uh. damn. Yeah, I didn't have to use that today, so I'm gonna what a try. Pleasant to... way to wake up yeah. and start your day. Yeah, it's flashing red. It's like an alarm, <laughs> like an alarm goes off, like a real yeah. like, uh, uh, and then it's shaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I I haven't used that yet this year. Um. So I'm trying to stay not using it. I'm trying to wake up naturally, but I know that's gonna be a struggle. So okay. it's kind of like a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did you? Do you ever the night before write down all the shit that you want to do the next day or? I have, I have, but I've, I've strayed away from that. I need to. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I want me, to. Me too. I would say maybe like, and this is coming from a, a not so productive yeah. day or, or, you know, time right now. But uh, usually when I'm on it, it's daily. Mm-hmm. So it's like every night I'm like, yeah. okay, but I can't go lay down until I write out. Yeah. What am I doing tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I and I always try to think about like if I were only to get one thing done, yeah, and I would feel like today was a solid day. What would that one thing be? And usually for me, it's like a bigger thing. It might be like edit someone's music mm-hmm. video that's due, or like edit a YouTube video, or like finish a thing on a website, something like that. Usually, those are kind of like my big things. And then all the sides that like if it's uh, I have a session that day or a video, like that's all like. Oh, duh. Mm-hmm. But what's something that I can do on my own before that stuff? Yeah, for sure. And that's one thing I, I appreciate appreciate about the people that are around me, too, is because um, a lot of times, like, we ask each other, like, hey, what do you have to do today? Like, do today, which kind of feels good because then you're like, well, I have to do this. I have to do this. And then it kind of makes sure that it's telling other people, like, hey, he's a busy person, so let's try to figure out whatever this meeting is right now. and mm-hmm. then. Let let him go on about his day. You know what I'm saying? So that you guys do that at our space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to our space. I yeah. Know. Like, our meetings are usually an hour long. Oh, okay. But then, like, people will be like, hey, I have this after. Or, like, people know me at least. I'm like, hey, bro, I got to do this, this, this. So they'll be like, oh, you know, we don't want to, you know, go over too much or not to do this. Let's think about time. Everyone's always thinking about time when it comes to meetings. Hell yeah. Yeah, it feels good. Okay. Yeah. And do you guys have them weekly or... Yep, we have um every Wednesday, and then we have a bi-weekly meeting every Sunday. Okay. Or, yeah, every Sunday. Well, Sundays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I should have better, like, leadership skills at the crack house. Yeah, and, you guys don't that. have meetings? No, bro. There's some idiot yeah. in charge that's, like, fucking doing a podcast <laughs> instead of having meetings. Yeah. Should be a meeting right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely should. Whenever we do, I just, I feel like the whole, like, everyone yeah, being good. a bar. Yeah. Uh, everyone being like caught up or like on the same page and that's a good feeling so whenever we do have the the meetings and i was doing it to where 
I was like, hey, I respect everyone's schedule. We don't all have to like show up at mm-hmm. the studio. So, and I had did, I think it was an Instagram video call. Because okay. okay. yeah. like we have a group chat. Yeah. So I can just go to the group chat and then hit call. Yeah. And everyone in the group chat, That's they're right. all there. What's up? Mm-hmm. So we've done that a few times. But um, side note that goes back into this, like after getting a lot of people come up to me about yeah. the podcast, yeah. it made me want to listen to it. Me right. Too. So yeah. when when a clip said that about he was like, Yeah, it was like episode two. And I was thinking, like, what did I say about yeah. him? Let me go back and listen to what I said. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, I really was excited and talking about like, yeah, yeah man, I just got a clips on board. <laughs> it's only right. This, yeah. this, and this. And then um That's like a big name too, the clip. Yeah. That's like somebody that's like I would consider like a prominent name in our area for sure. I remember when I was like 17 and I had just started doing like music stuff he was a DJ at a party there and I like came up to him and I was like yo I'm crack-a-lack play my song and I was like on the dance floor and they were playing my song that's fire yeah that's fire not to not to stray off from your story but the first time I met Kaz I was bagging groceries at Kroger okay and he was buying flowers I believe for his mom it was like I want to say it was around Mother's Day I I was like 16 and I was like, bro, I just seen you in a YouTube video in in Miami with Ace Hood. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, bro, that's sweet, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. And, I, and that, was a, that was the very first time I talked to him. And then I didn't meet him actually to like, I think like two, three years later. Okay. Yeah, which is crazy. But back to your story. So I went to Harbor Freight. Yeah. Have you ever been there? Yeah. It's, okay. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so I went there to buy a TV mount for mm-hmm. the TV in the front room here. And I met your cousin. His dad owns Arctic Corner. Oh, St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch his name. I, I yeah. got his like rap name. Yeah. It was like yeah. Yeah. Fish or something. Yeah. But uh, no, he came up. My cousin, man. My good yeah. cousin. Yep. So we like dapped each other up and then he asked me about some studio stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, he got talking about uh, name dropped a few people. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yep, yep. Uh, yep. I know him or nope, never heard of him. Then he said Martin, and I was like, "Let's go, Martin." He was like, "Yeah, that's my cousin." I was like, "I just started a podcast with him." Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I seen that." And then he's like, "You just have my girl's mom on there," and I'm like, "Wait, girl's mom, Amber?" I was like, "That's a small world." Wait, like, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. So, um, but from talking to him, he was yeah. saying like when he was locked up in the past, like yeah. they used to watch TED Talks, and mm-hmm. TED Talks he likes them because they're like motivational and they're inspiring and yeah. stuff. And he was like, "That's what I get from your guys's." That's so, fire. That made me go, all right, I'm going to the gym. And I had uh, lost my, like, Bluetooth ear ear things. And so I went to Target. I bought a pair. And I'm like, I want to get caught up on our, you know, everyone right now, it it seems like everyone's spotlight effect. It seems like everyone everyone right now is getting caught up on our podcast. But, no, just getting the feedback from people and stuff and people being like, yo, I'm on episode four. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on six now. Yep. I love this. It's, it's getting better and better Even every people episode. people you, you think usually wouldn't like, oh, he listened to this? Or, yeah. you know, are commenting like real shit. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. like, you know, and it's just cool. So I was like, yo, I want to get caught up on these. So I started listening to them. And I was telling Alyssa about some of the feedback yeah. people were telling me. She was like, I want to listen to them too. Because she was only, she was there the first episode that yeah. we did. Yeah. So she had never heard number yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I started listening to some in the car, but there was one where I got talking about like the difference between a CEO and a COO mm-hmm. and having a team and each person on the team plays a different position. Yeah. And um, that, that was some good shit, Dang, man, yeah. because that's where I'm at now, where I think we were talking about like team meetings mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, a COO would be in charge of the operations. They'd be all over like, Weekly meetings, here's the game plan, this is what we're doing. Like, just managing everything, basically, all the operations. And and I said in that episode, I've learned that I'm horrible at that. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, obviously I want to get better at it, and I will get better at it, and I have gotten better at it. But, like, I went from awful to, like, bad. Which is fine. Yeah. And maybe one day I'll I'll go from bad to, like, decent or all right. Or maybe one day I might even (laughs) be good. But, um... Yeah, man. In a perfect world, Krakow Studios would be even bigger to mm-hmm. where I could find someone that's like naturally good yeah. at operation stuff and then be like, yo, just do that. Because I think that's the key to having a really successful team is you ask each 
person. And I've done this before too, where I ask people, where do you feel in your zone of genius? Yeah. And um, shout out to my brother because when I text him this, he responded instantly. So he had clarity and it, it makes sense. He said, I, I said, when, when, when do you feel in your zone of genius? And he said, sales. And I'm just thinking like, yo, six days a week, he goes yeah. to, and sells cars. Mm -hmm. He got it figured out. My zone of genius is sales. Six days a week, yeah. I practice sales. Um, and I'd asked Malik, I'd asked, I even thought myself. And what I found about myself, it was like, uh, creating content, doing podcasts. Like I, mm -hmm. I had so many different things and I'm like, no wonder I don't feel like the clarity, the focus, the money and all the different yeah. things that I should have is because it's everywhere. It was everywhere. Yep. So that shows that my attention is everywhere. And what I'm doing every day is basically everywhere. It's all mm -hmm. over the place. So I think that's the key is eventually getting it to where one day the team. It, it's kind of like the music artist that's like, bro, if all I had to do was just make music, yeah. my life would be great. Yeah. But it's like, ah, unfortunately, yeah. big dog, you got to do everything. <laughs> yeah. And one day, it's gonna hopefully yeah. you get to the point where you're like, aha, look, mm -hmm. I did this all yeah. by myself. Now I just want to do music and I want someone else to take care of this and someone else to do this and this. Yeah. And I think, um, I think building that team is important, like we said, but I think also doing it early, like just even with our space, any company that I plan on doing now from now on is like building the team out and then building the structure way before we even, we even become the company, if that makes sense. Duh. Yeah. That but it's sense. like, you know, you, you get, you know, you go through this age, think age gap of thinking like, I'm going to start a company. I'm going to own a company, LLC, everything. And, you know, I'm a brand now, promote the brand and, you know, all this stuff. And you kind of realize like, just cause you have a name and a logo, like what, what's the meaning behind that? Or what is the structure behind that? If there's no structure, like no money's coming in, nothing that you do is prominent enough to make people believe that you're going to be this big successful company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. There's this book called, uh, the E-Myth. Yeah. Changed my life. Okay. Um, it's basically the principle of it is the most successful businesses in the world in the world work because of the systems, not the people. Yeah. Shout out to all the people, but he was using like McDonald's as an example. Yeah. And he said the the reason why when you get a job at certain places and they say, This is how we do things here, is because someone someday was like, This is how like maybe with Walmart at one point in time, there was a guy that was like, this is how we should ring people up. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I can't do this myself. I'm going to hire you. You're going to ring people up. And this is exactly how to do it. Got it. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's how I would stock the shelves. This is, this seems to be the smartest way to do it. I'm going to hire someone and um, let me show you, this is exactly how to do it. Yeah. This is how we don't mess it up. For we sure. figured it out. And um, yeah, like with McDonald's, he, he brings up that like McDonald's is one of the biggest companies in the world and it's ran by very ordinary people. And so the, the, the business works right? because the system's not yeah. the people. Yeah. The people are replaceable because, you know, I mean, it's like a minimum wage job for the most part or maybe a little bit above minimum wage. But yeah. someone at one point figured out, bro, exactly this much ketchup. Don't get creative. <laughs> Don't get, you know, yeah. They're not saying uh, we're looking for people that know how to cook burgers. Mm -hmm. We're like, no, we're looking for anyone that wants to work this many hours a week. Yeah. We'll show you how to how we make burgers. We'll yeah. show you how we make fries. And I remember when I read that. I can take it from that. That's good. I thought to myself, like, when we go to McDonald's and we're about to order, we don't say, wait a second, who's the cook today? Yeah. Oh, so-and-so's the cook. No, no, it's just the food tastes the same every, every time. single time. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought, oh, shit, with my studio, whether I mix it or this guy makes it, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I got to systemize this stuff. Yeah. And so I was trying to, I was attempting to do it uh, a couple years ago, but I think I approached it not from, like, not that I'm supposed to be position of power yeah but i didn't say this is how we're gonna do it mm -hmm. i was being very hey we're all grown here i don't want to tell another grown man how to do it yeah. but at the same time it was like it was my company so it should have been 
hey, moving forward, yeah. this is what we're going to do and this is why. Yeah. Do but you I, have any questions or input yeah. or, you know, suggestions? I'm open to all suggestions, but because what, what I was doing was when you think about like the way a song is mixed, let's say a vocal chain, basically like the key to say Kaz's mixed sound yeah. is whatever he's got on his vocal chain. Mm -hmm. My mixed sound is whatever I got on the main vocal chain. So yeah. it's kind of like whatever is on your main vocal chain is the sauce in yeah, your the, you. the, yeah. the way it sounds. Yeah. And I was saying, uh, there is a, a way to make it uniform. Oh, for sure. And I think this is how I was doing it. I was basically saying, okay, what's, and it was a group, it was a room full of like five of us. This is yeah. when I would do meetings more yeah. um, at the old studio. And I'd be like, all right, what's the first thing you put on your vocal chain? The first thing I do is I do reductive EQ. Yeah. Raise your hand if you do reductive EQ. And it was like three out of five of us do that yeah. first. And I was like, okay, three out of five of us do that. So majority, we, we think we should do that. Why don't you? And he was like, well, I do, I compress first and then I do the EQ stuff. And the other guy was like, yeah, I do compress first and I do EQ. And I'm like, well, let's, let's all come together on this. Yeah. The reason why I do that is because I don't feel like you should add compression and all that stuff when you have bad frequencies. So I think step one is you want to get rid of like the low end. You want to fix mm -hmm. certain things or anything bad. We want to get rid of that first. Next, we want to compress and like yeah. turn and boost things. Yeah. So, and it was like, okay. So what should have happened is like going forward, all of us yeah. are going to start with a reductive EQ. All right, next. The next thing I do is I use a de-esser. And it was like, I used the DSR too. I used the DSR. And it was kind of like four out of five. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, so we can all agree. All five of us are going to use <laughs> yeah, a DSR yeah. second. Does that make sense? Why we do that? Okay. The next thing I use is this. And then that's where it started getting like interesting, where yeah. it was like from plugging three, four, five, yeah. and six, it was all over the place. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But so. I will tell you, um, which is crazy that you brought that up because at the Soul Lounge, somebody did come up to me and say, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, to let Crack know, that his studio is the only one of the only studios in Michigan that have a sample of their mixes or a recording on their website. I don't know if you do or not. I don't anymore, but I used to. Oh, oh he, shit! Yeah, he so has he said was that. At the old website. Yeah, Damn, I and, gotta add that. And he was like, noted. He was like, any studio I've ever tried to book. You don't like, know what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, what does it sound like? Damn. He was like, and Crack had that on there used to i thought you did because yeah. he, he came up to me like it was fresh so i was like oh yeah that's i was like yeah i'm yeah, gonna go tell him that's my friend man yeah. he's smart he did it but right now you don't have it <laughs> no I, i'm gonna add that yeah for sure tonight yeah so oh, gosh yeah man before we get out of here what's up with the fit what's up with the hat oh, yeah. man so shout out to heart on my sleeve heart on my sleeve heart on my sleeve yeah. man uh i'd show you the back but yeah let's do it real quick. yeah let's do it fire this is cool yeah good it's shirt a, good quality it's a thick one yeah it's a thick boxy which is that's like the style now yeah. it's kind of like the oversized t-shirt yeah. and stuff but uh yeah if you're a clothing brand out there and you're interested in sending some clothing into us sure. um yes we both have our own brands i have royal legacy clothing you yeah, have the finder's fee um but we film a lot of these episodes yeah and as you, like we we don't film these naked, so <laughs> we'd love to be wearing your guys' clothing. For sure. I, I can have them send it to the studio. Mm -hmm. So if yeah. you're interested, I, I'll put the address in the description of this video. But if you just Google Crack House Studios, Lansing, Michigan, it's 3415 South Cedar Street. Um, but yeah, you could send us in and just put attention, something in the water. Yeah, for sure. What size are you? Extra large, extra large. I'm an extra large as well. Yep, so that's, that, that's pretty easy. Yep, perfect, yep. It's funny, though, you say that because with uh, just wearing stuff to come to the pod, I was like, man, every time I come here, I'm just going to, like, try to have something unique. So, like, even Me like too. this hat. I don't know, is it this side or this yeah, side? Yeah, no, it's that our side. Space, our space, 517, you know big dog. Yeah, so, like, I'm like, man, let me just put something on that's unique to me, you know. It's a lot of pressure, bro, because. Oh, for sure. I, uh, I don't have a whole lot of clothes, and I've, <laughs> I've done so much, so many YouTube videos yeah. that kind of like anything cool I have, I've worn. Yeah, it's funny you say that, because <laughs> I wore some stuff to the Soul Lounge, and I was like, man, I'm going to wear this to the pod. Pod, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
before I left the house, Alyssa was like, where are you going? Who are you trying to impress? And I was like, I got a podcast, yeah, babe. Uh, sure. It's going to be filmed, you know. Mm-hmm. So, hell yeah. Yeah. That was a solid, uh, solid episode. Yeah. Episode sure. 11. Thank 11. you guys for watching this far. Let us know in the comments what guests you would like us to have on future yep. episodes. Also, what topics you'd what like, topics? To us, like to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, please give this a five-star rating yep. and write something nice. Screenshot five it. Star. Tag us on Instagram. I'm cracker underscore lack. I'm Desko Martin. And then we have S-I-T-W for something, something in, in the, the water, water yep. podcast. S-I-T-W podcast on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. We're yep. on TikTok now. We got our first 100 followers on like all yeah. platforms, except for YouTube. We're at like 60 subscribers or uh, something like we that. We got to get up there, though. We're going to get up there. That's cool to know that like kind of in the first weekish of launching, yeah. you know, getting almost 100 on all platforms. is Yeah. And before we get out of here, I just want to make sure to let everybody know, if you feel like doing something, don't even think about it. Just do it. That's going to benefit you. That's going to benefit everybody that that content goes to. But, w- but what if I feel like everyone's going to judge me or like make fun of me? or? I think you'll get better over time. I think even just right now, how I came in with my energy, like you can kind of see from when we started till now. Right now, I feel super comfortable. Yeah. So I think things change after a while. Yeah. 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 And we're out. Thanks for watching.